Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell the crooked referees on Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Now, rocking with Sports Promo with BQ and the guys. We have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fan. We in the building. Shout out to the that Nation. We up in this thing. Special Saturday stream won't hold you guys long. Just dropping a little science with the family members about this upcoming. Uh, what's going on after the draft? The draft recap. Three, what, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. A lot of hours of draft coverage, man. He at the at the coma, man. We we 
up in that thing, another completion, and then into the recap period, the undrafted free agents as well. So I should, just a lot of great stuff going on with the family. A, betty, a very pivotal time for the Who That Nation in terms of the transition of young players, the acquisition of players into the team as we get get ready to ratchet up, as we get to the, the rookie mini camps later on, and then finally uh, into the main time. So shout out to the fam. Please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Hit the share button because, you know, sharing is caring at the coma, man. Hit that that uh, share button, man. Much love to the fam. Appreciate y'all all for being in this stream. Much love. Poppy 504 in this thing. Good to see you, fam. Much love to everybody. All right. Uh, let's see who else we got here. Uh, Slint Child 17. Shout out to you, fam. Appreciate you stopping by. 985J in the building. Shout out to you, bro. Good to see you in the stream, brother. Slim in this thing. Shout out to you, brother Tory. Much love to brother Tory Shepard Sr. Kevin, shout out to you, Ant Man, BJ9, and the fam, St. Doug, everybody, man. Appreciate you. OG Jerry's in this thing. Joseph, shout out to you, fam. Sir Rogers, everybody, man. Much love to you guys. Hope y'all guys having a fantastic weekend. Brother Judah, shout out to you. Good to see you as well. Brother Jesse, shout out to you, fam. Fam says, uh, Q, what up? Who that family, great draft, great day for us. Let's have a good convo and speak on it today. That's right. Let's speak on it, baby. Shout out to the fam. Much love to everybody, man. Dog, good to see you. Troll, much love to everybody, man. Appreciate y'all stopping by. I'm trying not to hold y'all about the length of an hour before I get out of here. I got stuff that I'm cooking on currently, so (laughs) I can't hold y'all for a long time. So anyway, let's get right on into it, man. And the Saints completed their three-day draft, man with some very good signings. Brian Barisi, the big defensive tackle to help out in the interior of the defensive line. 6'6", 300-pound guy that doesn't move like a 300-pound. He's not slothful and slow. Uh, he got a very active big fellow. And matter of fact, uh, that's what you want to have, a big active guy like that causing problems, not only helping you stuff to run, but also providing pressure from the interior of the defensive line, something we simply just did not do last year. So that was an improvement, getting him into the rotation with the Saints and just watching him develop this upcoming year and see how much of a role that he'll play with the defensive line being that we'll have three new starters on the defensive line. So we have to watch that. And then, of course, the second-round pick, Isaiah Foskey. You know, we talked about Foskey a lot here, fam. You know, we've been talking about Foskey talking him up about and saying how good he is and which defensive end reminded us of Cam Jordan in the draft. Saints must have heard us, man. And they gra- drafted this guy, Isaiah Foskey, out of Notre Dame, all-time sack leader at Notre Dame. That's that's pretty damn good. Uh, and then he comes to New Orleans with that same intensity. Now, there's some stuff in his game that he got to work on, but I'm more than I'm more than confident that the Saints will be able to whip him Get him, uh, whip him into shape and get him going for this upcoming season. Throw him in that rotation. Uh, of course, we have the uh, other guys that got to get going Granderson and Peyton Turner. Those guys got to turn it up, but it's going to be a good competition at the end position opposite of Cam Jordan. And that's a that's a plus. That's a big time plus because we got to keep the pressure on the opposing quarterbacks while stuffing the run, man. That'll help us out. And then, of course, in the third round, the Saints pick up Kendrick Miller running back out of TCU. A lot of people wanted Tajay Spears. He was there, but the Saints went with a more, I guess, physical back. A guy that can catch the ball out the backfield, even though he didn't. He had like 20-something catches 
at TCU this past year doing it, but you can see him doing it. I've seen footage of uh, uh, Kendra catching the ball out the backfield, setting up screen runs, breaking tackles, being physical, using his arm, uh, his uh, his stiff arm, and all that kind of stuff, picking up blo- uh, blitzers in the backfield, doing it all, man. And it was a solid move by the Saints as they meticulously and thoroughly went about accomplishing needs in this draft. So first top three uh, picks are pivotal because these guys will play some heavy-handed minutes in for this upcoming season. So all intriguing. Then in the fourth round, Saints moved all the way up to get Nick Sell DeVere from Old Dominion. They call him an offensive tackle, but the guy is probably going to end up at offensive guard. He plays tackle guard and even plays center. Uh, You've seen him in the the, uh, senior bowl doing it. And the guy's just terrific, man. So uh, he's a guy that a lot of people anticipate would ultimately replace Andrews Pete. So, yeah, you know, but we love the versatile offensive lineman that can play multiple positions, man. That guy will be a big fit for the Saints. So that definitely empowers the Saints' backups. Then they go into the fourth round again, trade back up into the fourth round and get a prospect quarterback, Jake Hayner from Fresno State. And pretty much what he is, a lot of people look at Jake Hayner as a guy that, uh, you know, he's six feet tall, just 207 pounds. His arm is not all that if you watch the footage, but he always seems to make plays. Big on leadership, very heady, high IQ player. Doesn't have all of the, the size measurements, the 6'3", and all this kind of crap that a lot of people really love, but the guy knows how to play football. He's from Fresno State, same college as Derek Carr, the Saints' current $150 million quarterback. Matter of fact, it's saying that Derek Carr was uh, had a part in getting Jake uh, Hayner here, having the Saints to look at him and bring him here, which creates harmony there. So there's no funny, emotional uh, type situation like you've seen with a Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers or an Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love type thing. Now, it's all love. So that that is really a positive, too. So plus this guy, we're at number, we're at number 99. And in his own words, we played the interview yesterday that he idolized Drew Brees. And wore his nine. And that's so really interesting that he idolized Drew Brees, wore the number nine, used to wear Saints uh, merchandise coming up. And then he went to Fresno State, had a had, you know, a connection with Carr. And now he's the backup. <laughs> that's, just, that's all just amazing to me. But that was a pick that a lot of people thought it was a head scratcher. But I was like, nah, at some point, the Saints had to get a, a, a prospect quarterback. And it was him. So, hey, man, you watch the tape. The kid could play football, man. That's the bottom line. And, of course, the Saints came, kept kept it going. Jordan Howden, the safety out of Minnesota. This is a guy a lot of people looked at. And he looks good on film. There's still some stuff he got to work on in his game. But at the end of the day, it was an interesting pick. I didn't think the Saints needed safety because we that's our deepest position that the Saints had. But they felt like this guy could be an additive there. And, of course, with Marcus May, a time coming up, he can get suspended for the DUI situation that happened when he was up in uh, New York. That At some point, you think that will happen and we might miss him. And then, of course, injuries are a part of it. So the safety room is very deep for the black and gold. And then ultimately, in the final move, the Saints got rid of uh, the fish man. They sent him packing. They sent him packing on out of there uh, to the Broncos, to Sean Payton, so he can uh, get him there. And then in return, the Saints... Uh, sent back a six-round pick, so they gave up a seventh, and and uh, they got the six-round pick, so they can get back up into the draft and end up taking uh, At Perry. So you unload the fish man and bring in At Perry, 
at the wide receiver position. Six-fold, almost 200 pounds for A.T. Perry. If you watch the film about him, has decent speed, does use his uh, size really well. Uh, he has to, I think he needs to get a little stronger. Could benefit by gaining a little bit more weight. And a lot of scouts, and I've seen some footage of him, makes some terrific grabs, loves to catch the ball away from his body, you know, which is really impressive catches. And then you see some real head scratches, and that's due to just concentration issues. So that's something that can be coached. So the Saints seen something positive in a big wide receiver and A.T. Paris. So with all these moves for the recap, man, you got to look at everything. You say to yourself, with a six foot six Brian Barisi add him into the a situation they got the injury concerns, but he's looking good right now. Isaiah Foskey, who's a 6'5", 260-plus uh, tackle guy, a sack master out of Notre Dame that's going to come here and help out push those guys. Keandre Miller uh, is another good running back, uh, six feet tall. You say 5'11", but six feet, 215. is a, a, a guy that has some speed, mostly power, can catch the ball out the backfield, pick up. I mean, he's going to be a guy that he's already issued a challenge to Elvin Kamara. He that he's coming for the number one spot. So you love that, you know, uh, you know, respectfully. And Nick Selv Devere is another interesting prospect as well. So it adds great depth and defense. So anyway, and I've given this draft, and I said this on the show yesterday that I give this draft a a B. I give it a B. This is a solid B, very solid draft for the black and gold. They did a wonderful job. And going after the needs, we talked about it in defensive linemen was a big problem with the Saints uh, in the offseason, losing three or four starters. And they've done a, a, a pretty decent job in bringing in some help there. And, you know, Miller with the Kamara stuff looming, the backup offensive line position with Nick Sell, the very that can play multiple positions. Hainers, the prospect quarterback in the future. Uh, Jordan Howden provides even more depth in the safety room. And A.T. Perry gives size to the wide receiver room. So the Saints add behind Michael Thomas two, six, three plus wide receivers this offseason. They picked up Brian Edwards, the former Raider, and Falcon, who has a connection with Derek Carr. They add him to the wide receiver room, and then they turn around and draft A.T. Perry in the sixth round and bring him in there as he's 6'4. So size, the Saints add size, they add speed there, and they're built. They have done a wonderful job in building up that Saints offense and defense. Wonderful job for the black and gold moving forward. So anyway, as we keep it going, let's keep it shaking and baking, man, as we look at uh, the undrafted area. And we covered most of the undrafted guys yesterday. Uh, and this is a few a few of the play, And this is everybody right now. The Saints sign, I think it was 11 of them. Running back, Sheradrick Thompson Jr. Offensive lineman, Alex Philstrom and Mark Evans II. Tight end, Joel Wilson. Punter Lou Headley, defensive back Anthony Johnson, linebackers Anthony Orgy and and Nick Anderson from Tulane. Kicker Blake Gruppe and wide receiver Shaq Davis and Shy Barnett. So let's get into what some of the breakdown on these is provided by uh, The Wire. Shout out to The Wire for dropping in and getting everything together and giving us pictures of these guys. So. As we get into it, these are some of the newest members from the undrafted class added on to the draft. Anthony Johnson, defensive back from Virginia, six foot one, yeah, two hundred and three pounds with a thirty-two point three inch arm span, but he posted below average athletic testing res- which results, which hurt his stock. But he has good ball skills. Seven picks 
and 26 pass breakups, but he realized 21 penalties in college career needs to clean up his play. So not bad, but that just shows that he's a bit of a gambler. <laughs> and, yo, 21 penalties, that's a lot of penalties. And I watched how this guy, I watched footage on, uh, on this guy, and he's physical, man, no doubt about it. But he gambles, but that's why his interception total is as high as what it is because he gambles. But listen, the defensive back will tell you in college and in the pros that if you're going to get beat, you grab the wide receiver, you grab the guy. I'd rather you take the penalty as opposed to you giving up a touchdown. They tell them that. <laughs> so anyway, that's a few of the, the people listed there, but also they did add it and the Saints keep the tradition going of going, getting Ohio State players and they get one defensive tackle. Jaron Cage from Ohio State uh, is in the, the breakdown on him is Cage is in the great athletic uh, athlete by NFL standards, but he's done a good, he's been a good pl- rotational player for them at Ohio State. So with Sean Payton going, they still keep somewhat of the Coach Payton mantra going as they add a defensive tackle, Jaron Cage, to the mix. And I remember, we can't discount Mr. Cage because the Saints always do a phenomenal job of finding a defensive linemen, running backs, uh, defensive backs, and wide receivers. They do a wonderful job of finding them in the undrafted ranks. And Jaron Cage will have an opportunity uh, as an undrafted guy to come in there and do it. And of course, we're not done. We, I think the Saints will they'll definitely still add talent as we get close to the draft. Some guys they'll release. Some guys might get hurt. You know, it just it just really depends. So it'll be kind of fluid. But Cage is on the, the is, is an undrafted guy the Saints are looking at. And it didn't stop there. They get punter Lou Headley from Miami. He's an Australian guy. Uh, and, and this, you know, a guy they call one of the most interesting people in football has a chance of unseating Blake Gilligan in training camp. And I don't, I mean, we'll see how that goes, but Blake Gilligan to me is a, a very sturdy player has done a wonderful job and I, it'll be hard for anybody to unseat him, but this guy all tatted up, man, you can see it. <laughs> Colorful guy, but I'm, I'm looking forward because I seen some tape on this dude. This dude is quite the character. So It'll be fun seeing what he does in camp. All right, we got wide receiver Cy Barnett, as you can see right here, family. You know, Cy Barnett uh, doesn't have a pitcher. <laughs> and it doesn't doesn't necessarily mean that he's great value. You know, usually that's the thing. <laughs> they don't have a picture of him, so they use a generic helmet or uh, image of a helmet. <laughs> that, that happens. But anyway, I looked up this kid, man. What's interesting about him is he has uh, – he's very fast as good speed he operates in the special teams area and and it's f- phenomenal because he also aids in kickoffs like he punt kicks off for the teams and and does does that kind of stuff he punts and kicks and plays wide receiver the guy is a kind of a utility type player man really interesting the saints found this guy picked him up and that's one of the things they just look underneath rocks and Look all over here and there, and they find these people, man. And they got Cy Barnett from Davenport. So Barnett's highly athletic. He was cut from the same cloth as a Harty and Rashid Shahid, but has big shoes to fill. So when you see guys like this that can help you in the special teams area, like how we did Deontay Harris, Harty, and Rashid Shahid, Shy Barnett, Cy Barnett, we'll see what he can do uh, heading into camp. So very some intriguing characters. The running back, Sherodrick Thompson from Texas Tech. 
And they said he's not a great athlete by NFL standards, but he's been productive at the college level and voted team captain three times. So when you pick up a running back, right, when you get a running back in the undrafted ranks, you always kind of make us look. We look in, okay, shit, shit, Roderick Thompson, man, we got to pay attention to this guy because the Saints do really good at getting these running backs. And uh, we'll see moving forward. So interesting. And, of course, we got a couple of linemen to go in there. Alex Filstrom from Illinois is the center. Uh, he's another athlete they talked about. All five plays all five of the offensive line positions. And that's a quality of the Saints value. So that could be fun. And I don't know how well it is. I'm hopeful it's not like a, another. Uh... Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Kelvin Throckmorton type of deal, but I seen footage on him. Wasn't blown away by it, even though he does play all of the positions. Uh, you know, it's not he doesn't stick out like dominating at all of them. You know, that's that old saying of uh, your uh, how how does it go? Uh, you're a jack of all trades, but a master of none type of deal. <laughs> you know, I watched the footage on him, and he's a decent offensive lineman. But that's where he is. That's why he's an undrafted guy. He still needs to develop a bit, and that's this is the spot for him. In the tight end position, with the fish man gone, they reach in the undrafted ranks, and I still think Foster Monroe has something to do with this tight end um, uh, situation going into the future. Joel Wilson, Central Michigan, middle and athlete by pro standards, but has a lot of experience blocking and catching passes. Saints need another tight end after trading the fish man, and he's a decent candidate. So you also have him and Lucas Crawl and all those type of dudes, and Foster Monroe is lurking in the background. Okay, next player, another offensive line, Mr. Mark Evans II from Arkansas Pine, Pine Bluff, the same university that Teron Armstead came from, right? So that's that's something interesting. He'll, he, he, they'll see him more as not as a tackle because he's been 6'2", 6'3", as his side, so they're seeing more, more of young Evans as a guard than at tackle. Then the linebackers that are that's very interesting, Anthony Orgy, from Vanderbilt, they list him as a linebacker slash safety prospect. The guy was super productive. The linebackers that we brought in here, uh, Anthony from Vanderbilt and, and uh, Nick Anderson from Tulane, these guys are highly productive. Looking really, I'm looking forward to seeing these guys. They're going to bring a lot. The Saints kind of keep it with them and let them have an opportunity to play. They're going to bring a lot of athleticism and a lot of push to the linebacker room. So he's a very athletic linebacker who sometimes play a little too out of control, missing a lot of tackles, drawing some penalty flags. But he can clean up the mental mistakes and play and better harness the physical ability. He'll be a very good pro. Now, Anthony had well over 100 tackles last year. 
for Vanderbilt. And he'll knock your head off if you watch his play. Very physical guy, does have speed. But he's right, he does have to work on discipline in this game. That's probably why he didn't get drafted. But this is still a good thing because it does provide us with athletic linebackers. And we call these the current crop of like these linebackers. They call linebackers, but really they're big safeties. Like you're talking 6'1", 230, or 6 or 5'11", 225. Those are like safeties. That's not even moved into the linebacker level. That's the ev- evolution of the football of uh, football now. Is you have these safety guys, and they're calling them, uh, you know, linebackers now. But that used to be safeties, and they move down and they make plays. And with the moving and going into the popularization of the two linebacker sets, and you have those guys that have the ability to go sideline to sideline. A lot of pressure on the two. You put a lot of pressure on two, as opposed to it was a three linebacker look that they use to cover the field but now they use an extra lineman there and it allows or extra db in the package which allow the the like those two linebackers puts pressure on them to cover all kind of areas of the field so they got to have the speed and then to be able to tackle well so these this is the the prototype of today's nfl and of course shaq davis from south carolina state the saints get a big wide receiver six full some people say six five in different profiles of this big wide receiver that they picked up and they invested a lot in 60. So they handed out in out in years, investing in a six foot four receiver. He has a good chance of making a roster if Traquan Smith, A.T. Perry, and Brian er- er- Edwards can't fight him all. So another giant wide receiver they bring into it. So it's like, you know, you talk about the Saints and you can see what they're doing. We want big, fast wide receivers. Not that we don't want the little guys. You know, because we don't really have super, you know, little guys. I think our average uh, t- uh, average wide receivers are like 6'1". You got Rashid Shahid, he's like 6'1". Uh, Quan Baker, 6'1". Uh, Kirk Merritt, 6'1". Uh, Kirk Mer- uh, 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 Keith Kirkwood, 6'3". Traquan S- Smith is 6'2". So, we, you know, we don't have like small, like 5'11", or 5'10", you know, you know, like Deontay Harris Hardy was, you know, a smaller the Saints are kind of evoluting to tall wide receivers that can that can you know that can go deep or go across the middle, and that's a that's a plus in it. You want those guys to be kind of multifaceted, so we getting this guy. And, and listen, this is a good chance if all these guys stay healthy that we can ultimately get Traquan Smith out of here, man. <laughs> yeah, it's time for you know we keeping him because he blocking cute. No, 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 we don't need all that, man. We need somebody. That's going to come on up in here and play the position and not only just block, but catch when the ball is thrown to him. So, you know, I think that's that, you know, that's going to push things a bit. And then Nick Anderson, we I mentioned him early on. Fantastic addition. His role partner, uh, Dorian Williams, was picked up in the third round by the Buffalo Bills. Shout out to Dorian Williams. Shout out to Tajay Spears, who ultimately got drafted by the Tennessee Titans. So the two, two really fantastic two lane players found homes in the pros and they were awesome special what they did with Tulane this past season Nick Anderson didn't get the big praise of Dorian Williams because he's a bit undersized but he can play the position the Saints seen this kid and they went and grabbed him so congratulations to the Saints for doing that but you know he's 5'11 like I said he's 225 but he was super uber productive at LSH I mean excuse me at Tulane he had over 100 tackles this past season. He was making plays all across the field on the defense. And it's super cool that we were able to get a two-lane person on the team. So wonderful. 
And of course, we see the final move was Blake Garupe. He was the first guy they actually signed from Notre Dame. And they're looking, they're thinking like him pushing Will Lutz. Now, Will Lutz, and we talked about this yesterday when the Saints grabbed, signed this guy. He was the first free agent the Saints picked up was this kicker. And the thing is, Blake, I mean, Blake, if you watch his footage, he don't wow you. I mean, he does, he does, he's a smaller guy, but he's, pr- he's pretty accurate kicking the ball, but the unseat Will Lutz, you got to go a long way, you know, but you know, that's the thing. Will Lutz last year after the core surgery that he had, he went from 82, whatever it was, 82% kicking in 2020 to our 20, yeah, 2020 or 20. Cause he missed that. He missed the year before last with the court, with the surgery, they shut him down and he has 74%, which is drastically the lowest field goal percentage that he's had in his career after the surgery. So when you see the saints do stuff like this, and they also have Alex Quavito, who is another kicker they have here that's on the team. When you see them doing that, adding more multiple kickers into it, what, you know, what do they know? Are they anticipating Will Lutz clutch Lutz not to be himself? I mean, that's a severe drop, man. So when you're coming off an injury like that, that's something that you have to pay attention to. So uh, we'll, ju- we'll just see, man. We'll see how it all goes. So these are some of the guys, man, we're talking about here. Uh, our undrafted f- uh, uh, new members of the team, you know, that's added to. So the Saints covering the waterfront on a lot of this stuff. So let's go to the depth chart right here so you guys can see what it all looks like. Once again, this is an unofficial depth chart currently added with all of the talented players on it and that's drafted and undrafted and free agents and current people on the team this is everybody okay and the green is like uh, the newest addition so as you can see we look pretty damn good i'm not gonna tell you no lie this is what it all looks currently for the saints we start with the quarterback position with Derek carr and then you see him with the buck 50 that the Saints looking at giving him. Jameis Winston opted to come back. They reworked this contract. Then you see uh, Jameis. This is fantastic because I think we got probably one of the better combos at the quarterback position once Jameis gets healthy. So uh, we're feeling real good about ourselves right there. And you can see Jake Hainer, the draft pick, the young rookie that they brought in with the practice squad quarterback, Jake Luton, behind him. So, Saints looking pretty good, man, to be honest with you. The running back position, Elvin Kamara with Jamal Williams behind him for, you know, forming a really rough tandem. If Elvin has issues with his legal situations, Kendra Miller is the third-round draft pick should come in and help. And, of course, you see uh, Dwayne Washington there with Shadrodrick Thompson, Enu Benjamin, and Derek Gore. Those are the other running backs. That's available, but you can see one, two, and three. That's pretty solid. And then the rest of these guys, some of these guys are going to make the practice squad. Some of them are going to be put in the street. And it does form a nice tandem for guys to fight for uh, on the practice squad. So I've been told to watch out for, you know, Benjamin, but Shadrodrick Thompson, I'm going to be looking out for him as an undrafted running back coming in here this year. All right, going into the wide receivers, we talk about, uh, Michael Thomas here. Hopefully he'll be that the word on the street is she should be go, ready to go. And the Saints are going to take their time with him in terms of getting him ready to make sure he's 100. And remember, he reworked his contract one year left on the deal. 
Uh, and this is a one year prove it deal for Michael Thomas. But the Saints do have insurance. They do. Chris Olave's there in the second year. Rashid Shaheed came from uh, out of nowhere and, and made his presence known in the wide receiver room and, and have several really impressive showings last season. Then the Saints fortified the wide receiver position with good talent, man. They, they brought Brian Edwards in, big wide receiver. We talked about the size, getting the guys bigger, getting bigger wide receivers. You see A.T. Perry was added as a six-round draft pick. The team still has uh, Keith Kirkwood and Trey Quan Smith there. Quan Baker, who was suspended last year, is back with the team. Kirk Merritt's a fantastic uh, player that played wide receiver and running back for you. He gives you some duality. So the wide receiver room is deep. And then, of course, they added two undrafted guys. We just mentioned Shy Barnett and Shaq Davis, the six foot four, six five wide receiver from South Carolina. So if anything, the Saints are putting and getting bigger, faster players to the wide receiver core to give targets to Derek Carr. And that's what it's all about. It's all about giving your $150 million quarterback weapons to throw to. Then we look at the tight end position, wherever the hell it is. Oh, here it is. You got Jawan Johnson there. And, of course, with the trout man, with the fish man going to Denver with Coach Payton, Taysom Hill is now the second tight end on the room. Lucas Crawl crawls up to the third spot. And then you have Joel Wilson, the undrafted guy, and Forrestal Miller, who's one of the future uh, players the Saints picked up at the end of the regular season. So, and, of course, they're saying tight end, we still need Foster Monroe is somewhere around here. I'm telling you, uh, the Saints are kind of waiting to see, have a wait and see approach with Foster Monroe, which would be a good pickup for the Saints. He'll be a good young veteran the Saints can bring in here who also have a connection with Derek Carr. So there, there it is. And then, of course, the offensive line. We start with the left tackle. You got Trevor Pennon. Uh, at the left tackle with Andrews, Pete, left guard, McCoy, and Cesar Ruiz with Ryan Ramchek. So you got the line back together and the Saints trying to have some, some, you know, some solidness right there. Having all these solid, you know, all these guys together and having some chemistry of having these guys who played last year together at some point, but having them together for this year, they hopefully and that'll have some type of harmony, some type of synergy to help keep things together because you're going to have to have a strong front to help Derek Carr stay upright while protecting him and opening up lanes for those fantastic running backs that we have now. And then, of course, off the bench, James Hurst is our swing offensive lineman. He plays to tackle or guard spots if somebody gets hurt. Nick Selvadervi is back here, and he plays all positions. He fortifies and helps out and uh, improves our depth. You got Storm Norton, who's a tackle the Saints brung in through free agency. Don't forget him. Kelvin Throckmorton, the Saints gave 900K to to come back on a one-year deal. Hopefully he gets better. And then you got guys like Landon Young uh, that's back there. Lewis Kidd flashed some stuff last year. Yashir uh, Durant, who is a guy the Saints picked up during the season for depth. And then Coda Martin. So the Saints have some people, and of course, this will change. I think they'll add some more veterans as time goes. And you can see Mark Evans the second, uh, the guy from Arkansas Pine Bluff was added. So Landon Young has to step his game up, man. He, he We expecting much better outings from Landon Young, man, because with uh, Nick Sel, uh, Seldavery here, 
and Kelvin Throckmorton there. Yeah, Landon, who usually played, who played, they drafted him as a tackle. They converted him to a guard. It's, uh, it's looking kind of rough there, my friend. It's looking kind of rough. So, you know, we're going to have to watch out. That That's going to be a fierce competition for them guys inside, man. Watch. And, of course, our lone fullback is Adam Prentice. So he's sitting there by himself. And as we transition to the defensive side of things, we transition to the defensive side. Hold on. Make sure I get this straight for him. Hold on. I can see that too. All right, hold on. Hold on. Yes, bam. For whatever reason, is acting funky on me. But anyway, for whatever we can see, you see Cam Jordan line up right here. And of course, uh, Nathan Shepard, Brian Barisi, they got him slid right here next to. Um, I don't they got that. And remember, <laughs> let me just let y'all know this is unofficial. So if you see something like that happen where they're moving, Kale and Sanders out is unofficial depth chart. So hold on just a second, family. Let me see. I'm gonna do this again because this uh acting kind of funky on me. All right. All right, there we go. All right, so we get to where Cam is. You can see Cam Jordan there, of course, three of the four uh, new defensive linemen because all the guys left. Davenport's gone, Minnesota, Shias to Carolina, and David Onyemata to Atlanta. We know that. So outside of that, we see uh, Cam, and they got Nate Shepard, and Colin Sanders is the ones that we have interiorly here with Carl Granderson there. So behind those guys, we see guys like, let me see if they have, uh, well, Breesy's not going to be, I think it'll He'll be added to him, but it'll be a fight for it. But I'll, I'll definitely think that Colin Saunders and probably Nate Shepard to start the year off. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see how it works on the opposite side because you have guys like Peyton Turner, Isaiah Foskey, the second-round pick this year, and Carl Granderson. All of those guys are right around the same makeup. They're 6'6", 6'7", 6'5", 6'6", 6'7", defensive lineman with a degree of athleticism. The issue with Peyton Turner has to stay. He has to be healthy. Isaiah Foskey's been steady, so he's going to put push, uh, pressure on Peyton Turner to turn it up. And Carl Grandison, the guy that knows more than both of them guys, and we'll see where he fits in the deal. But at some point, if you're a general manager, you got to look at it and say, I drafted this guy, Peyton Turner, with a first-round draft pick, and I have to justify paying him first-round draft pick money. It's all about the cake, right? So that's what it basically comes down to. Can he, you know, earn this spot? But it's going to be a battle to see. Then outside of that, Malcolm Roach is in the mixture to new passing. Yo, Jabari Zuminga, who's a practice squad player with Emil Prince. Emilie Prince who is a 300-pound defensive tackle that didn't really get any kind of um, uh, reps last. He was mostly on the practice squad. So they got a few other guys the Saints have to add in at our defensive tackle we talked about. And the side of it, you can see that Jaron Cage is not added to this this un, this, un, un, this unofficial depth chart yet. He's not added to it yet. So he's in the mix here as well. All right, so anyway, then we move on away from them to the linebackers. It's Pete Werner and Demario Davis with Mr. Zach Bond. And that's a three. A lot of people know Pete Werner and Demario could play. But if Pete Werner gets banged up again, where does that place us? Where does, where does it place us indeed? Is Zach Bond capable? 
you know, we'll see. Does he have the ability to turn in like a Kate, a kid Nellis type year like last year? You know, one would hurt. One would hope that he can do that. And then behind him, this is where a lot of the competition will happen. DeMarco Jackson, last year's fifth round draft pick out of Appalachian State. They had a lot of eyes on this guy, his game, how he plays, fierce sideline to sideline. So we'll be watching out for number 52 and seeing what he can bring to the defense. Andrew Dowell, who flashed a couple of years ago and who had a pretty a few solid games several years ago, he's back, but mostly looked at as a special teams guy. Uh, Ty Summers, Ryan Conley, Nephi Sewell, these guys were practice squad guys and special team guys. And then, of course, you see the undrafted guys from this year, Anthony Orgy and Nick Anderson from Tulane. So these guys push the room. Can they eventually kind of get up into the second level? And, and, and we'll see. I'll be looking for I'm going to be looking very closely at these undrafted linebackers and see how much pressure they put on the room. And then we go to the secondary. Laddie Daddy and Paulson Adebo or the guys and Nickelback. They have them listed as Bradley Roby here. <laughs> Remember, this is unofficial. I so in behind the corners, you look at him, you see Alante Taylor, uh, Isaac Yidham, Lonnie Johnson Jr., who was brought in as a free uh, free agent as well. You got uh, uh, Hugo Amadi's there, Vincent Gray, JT Gray. So you got two Grays, Smoke Mundy, Troy Pride Jr., and uh, Jonathan Abrams added behind Tyron Matthew. And Marcus May is there is for the starter with Jordan Howden, the draft pick. So uh, there's a lot of talent. Like I said, I think the secondary is the deepest area of the team. They are completely loaded. Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience. Just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 film collection. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plan streams and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. Adding Jonathan Abram and adding Lonnie Johnson Jr., drafting Jordan Howden, still having Smoke Monday, re-signing JT Gray, adding uh, Ugo Amadi, who's a special teams ace, uh, kind of ratcheting things up for the secondary, man. And remember, mix that with the fact that on defense, the Saints have a total new secondary. There's a brand new secondary in terms of the coaches that's, that's available there. So, Remember, then we talking players, we talking coaches too, fam. Give me just a second. Let me pop that up to you too, because sometimes we get so excited about these, uh, about the, the team, and rightfully so, we, we forget about the staff, about some of the guys that were hired on to replace the guys that were left. So with all of this new movement with the players, there was also some movement on the coaching staff. So as we talk about the defense, here's the defense, the new defensive staff. You got Joe Woods, who comes in from Cleveland. 
the head. He's the new defensive coordinator in title. We know Dennis Allen will call the plays and Joe Woods will have the title. Uh, Peter Gunter is still the defensive assistant. Michael Hodges still heads the linebackers. So we're looking forward to Michael Hodges. He's done a stellar job since he's been there with the linebackers. Looking forward to him keep working with Pete Werner, getting Zach Bond in together, uh, DeMarco Jackson, Nick Anderson, you know, just getting those guys together. Then you look at Brian Young, who's still the pass rush specialist. He's been there for several years. The team bringing a new defensive line coach and Ty Grantham, who's been around the game for 20-something years. He's a he's really an excitable kind of coach. We'll see how he looks on the defensive line as we got Cam there and all these new people. He'll have the uh, honor of training these guys and getting them ready. And then a new secondary uh, coach and Marcus Robertson. Marcus Robertson is the new secondary coach. So you have a new defensive coordinator, new defensive line coach, new secondary coach, all this kind of stuff. And of course, you see the defensive assistant, Jordan Trailer was there already. And assistant Sterling Moore, he was more of a sub-assistant. And now he moves up there as well. So the Saints have done a lot of turnover from the defensive standpoint. And these coaches have to get familiar with the players and vice versa. You know how that stuff goes. All right, Trayvon, shout out to you, bro. Says Jordan Howarding is going to help a lot in what we lost with Justin Hardy on special teams. No confidence, no coincidence once he left our special teams coverage dip. Shout out to you, Trayvon. Thank you for the super chat, my brother. Much love. And of course, let's kind of dip on up to the offense. We talk about the offense, or this, uh, defense, excuse me. Let's talk about the offensive change because they did have some change involved there, as you can see. And of course, we talk about the pivotal tight end position or the tight end room. As you see, Juwan Johnson uh, is the new starter. Taysom Hill is now the backup with Troutman gone. But it would have been interesting to see what Clancy Barone could have did with Adam Troutman. You know what I'm saying? Because Clancy has an impeccable resume when it comes down to developing tight ends. LG Crumpler and uh, the tight end from... uh, from Green Bay, Julius, what was it, Julius Thomas, I want to say his name is. And there's it, it a couple other guys that he, on his resume that Clancy Barone really developed. So I'm looking forward to see what he does with some of the tight ends in the group, like Lucas Crawl and all these other guys, you know, as they stepping it up. And I still think Foster Monroe is a part of this thing. So, And then we get all these young, fantastic wide receivers and Cody Burns in his second year. So I'm looking forward to see Cody Burns handle his business. And it's just really cool. So you see the rest of these guys are there. And then a new offensive line assistant, Kevin Carberry, was added. And this list doesn't have um, uh, Jari Evans, who was also added to the Saints office. So that's a big part of a positive change, too. So Pete Carmichael, still the OC with Ronald Curry. People were looking at Ronald Curry. Ronald Curry stayed put with the Saints, and he'll be running. He's running the passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach. But don't I don't think, you know, this year he almost balked and left, but he stayed with the team. So it's going to be interesting to see exactly, uh, you know, uh, hopefully the Saints could uh, give him more of a role. I know he's a passing game coordinator. He already works with Pete Carmichael. Maybe Carmichael can do a better job in having uh, Coach Curry to assist him in the game plan because sometimes Pete gets tunnel vision. And, of course, the special teams coaches, Darren Rizzi and Phil Galliano. I've been real uh, kind of stern on Darren Rizzi because I don't like how he's been handling the coverage abilities of the same special teams. You're not blocking. 
They're not blocking on the punt, re- the, the, the punt returns and the kickoff returns. Guys are running right straight through their blockers and, and causing us problems. We're not getting the return yardage that we could be getting if he gets these guys on code and gets the right guys to block and learn how to block. It's very, it's very annoying. Very annoying. We got some real good returners over the last several years, and it was stifling the, the Saints kick return and punt return abilities is bad blocking. They're not blocking correctly, and it's consistently game after game. So Phil Galliano, I was hoping that he take the reins, and but obviously Dennis Allen didn't want to have too much turnovers because Darren Rizzi is still sitting up as the special teams coordinator. And, of course, you see Dennis Allen sitting on top of the team. So Dennis Allen added his people to the team. Right. Not a lot of not too much turnover on the offensive side. But if you look at the defensive side, a lot of these guys are Dennis Allen's guys and a couple of the assistants. So a lot of guys that was Peyton guys are going and Dennis Allen guys. So it should it be should be more comfortable for him to do this team. Right. What you think? You think? We shall see. I don't know, man. It's, it's strange. But anyway, this is a couple of looks at some of our new undrafted guys. Uh, adding to the freight is Sharadrick Sh- Thompson, the running back that we picked up out of Texas Tech. This is Elf Alex Philstrom, the offensive lineman that plays three positions. This is uh, Mark Evans II, the offensive lineman from Arkansas Pine Bluff. This is the punter we're talking about, Lou Hetley, the Australian fella that's tatted up, quite the character. Uh, this is Anthony Johnson, the defensive back from Virginia. You know, we also have uh, this is uh, Anthony Orgy, the linebacker. You can see he's, he got to the quarterback a little late, but he got a pop on him. This is, of course, Nick Anderson, the linebacker from Tulane, diving in and making the play. He had 100 plus tackles last year, and it's the kicker, Blake Groupe from Notre Dame. You know, knocking that thing, about to knock it on through. Shaq Davis, the big wide receiver. Yeah, from South Carolina going up to get the ball. And like I said, man, it's going to be an interesting year for the Saints uh, as we move forward to see how we will put it all together. Now, on to some more news. NFL targets May May 11th to release the 2023 schedule. All right, this is from ESPN. NFL is targeting the May 11 date as the release for this, its 2023 schedule, according to sources from Adam Schefter. Commissioner Roger Skunk Goodell and scheduling czar Howard Katz will meet Monday as they continue to try to finalize the schedule. They gain more clarity for the task, particularly in scheduling primetime games with recent trade of Aaron Rodgers to the Jets and the re-signing of Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson. NFL Vice President of Broadcast Planning Mike Nort has been leading all the scheduling briefings with Goodell and will continue to do so through the completion of the process. And NFL officials Ani Bosi and Charlotte Carey and Hayne Schroeder also have participated in most of the briefings with the skunk. NFL season opener will be played on Thursday, September the 7th. Traditionally, the reigning Super Bowl champions have hosted that game. Last season's schedule was released on May the 12th. So there you go. So that's a little information for the family members who will say, hey, Q, what about when are we going to know this schedule? There you go. You got a, a time frame for May the 11th, all right? Anyway, on to the next stuff. Saints cap as right now currently held by Sportrack, with everybody added to it, that means anything to the cap. 
according to Sport Track, the Saints are over 16 mil right now. You see it, $16 million over the cap. And now we'll get to the point of the year in a few days or so. The Saints will start getting guys signed to the team. 16 plus million dollars the Saints have. 16.8 to be precise that they currently have in their coffers. So at some point you'll start seeing the Saints start signing their draft picks and uh, adding people to the team. So anyway, that'll be pretty cool. All right, so Let's keep it going and let's kind of move on because I wanted to sign the show the family members like, okay, we moved, we got the undrafted guys. We, you know, what could be, what are we facing next in terms of adding talent to the team? And I did a little of this on yesterday's stream when we talked about adding and what's really out there for the team to address. We talk about the tight end position and who's really available for the Saints to look at. And they got a lot of cheap options for the Saints to kind of look at from the tight end position if Foster Monroe is not the guy that we're looking for. There's Cameron Brait. Remember, Cameron Brait started off with the Saints. Uh, he was on the practice squad, and the Bucks pulled him off the practice squad, and he did a really good job with them when he was out there. Well, he's 31. He's back out there. These guys will work really cheap. Jeff Swam is also on there. Dan Arnold, y'all remember Dan Arnold? He's there. And there's quite a few other guys. Older, it's depending on they got young veterans, kind of older veterans like Mercedes Lewis, Ryan Griffin, the former Texan, tight end, Kyle Rudolph. Y'all know who he is. Pushed notorious for pushing off on PJ in the playoff game. Shahan from Miami, Tyler Croft, who was with the Bengals and the Niners. Richard Rogers, who played with the with the uh, Chargers and the Packers. Jesse James, who was, was with the Browns and the Steelers. Max Williams. And they got a few other people. You can see Foster Monroe right there. But the, like I said, the Saints are, did a little thing with Foster Monroe right now. And I'm kind of thinking in my head that I think this guy is going to eventually be a part of what the Saints doing from the tight end position. So we'll see what he does, but that's what I'm saying. I think that's why they kind of playing the patient because they could have definitely did something in a draft to kind of help out and get somebody. But I think he'll be a part of the game. 2022 statistics for Foster Monroe, 23 catches for 420 yards. He averaged almost 13 yards per catch. He had two receiving touchdowns uh, in 2022 for the Raiders. He also has a connection with Derek Carr. So the Saints are doing a pretty stellar job in terms of just finding people that are familiar with their guy, with their quarterback, and they've done that. So, yeah, Foster Monroe, I think he'll be a part. So this is some of the, the tight ends that's available, very cheap options for the Saints. Now let's go to the linebackers. A lot of people saying, Q, what about the linebackers out there? Let's take a look at the linebackers. We'll go inside first before we go outside. Zach Cunningham, inside linebacker. Used to be with Tennessee. He's available. Deion Jones is available as well. A lot of people say, Q, we need to go get Deion Jones. Well, um, that sounds good. That sounds good. But Deion Jones is uh, a guy that will not work cheap. He won't work cheap. And he damn sure ain't going to take a job with the Saints to be a backup. You know, so I don't know. Miles Jack is there. Corey Littleton. Quan Alexander, which is another guy. Remember, I kind of covered it the other day. We talked about Quan. I think this will be a perfect fit for the Saints. If you're looking for somebody that's played in the system before that has a relationship with the coach, that is positive. And uh, 
the reason why the Saints kind of let him go because his contract. They didn't want to pay Quan Alexander that. So eventually he did get a contract from the Jets. And as you can see it on the screen, it was a one-year deal for $1.2 million. That's totally affordable for the Saints, right? You know, you see, it's another prove-it deal for an eight-year pro. Uh, he's almost 29 years of age. Juan Alexander does make sense from a schematic standpoint as well as from a monetary standpoint. He didn't want to sit behind Pete Warner the first time, but things have changed, right? Things have changed. So it makes sense schematically and from a financial aspect for the Saints to reach out to Quan Alexander and make him a saint again, you know? But, you know, that's, like I said, he's one of those things where you, where you talk about imagination. And by the way, like for the family members, I was showing them because people are kind of amazed that he played 16 games last year for the Jets. He only did that twice in his in his eight year career. He played 16 games for Tampa in 2016. He racked up 145 tackles that year, and then he played 16 games and he started 10 of them for the Jets this past year with 65 tackles. That's the most tackles he's had since 2017 when he had 97. He never had that much, that many tackles with the Saints. 57 was the most. And he 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 was there available for 16 games and played 10. So <laughs> that was pretty good. So the thing about him staying healthy, he went away to the Saints, went to the Jets, and, and played 16 games, started 10 of them. How about that? So makes sense, man. Makes sense. Well, Q, he can't stay healthy. Well, hell, he stayed healthy for the Jets. You know, so also he makes the most sense to me. And then they got other guys on there like Gerard Davis, the former Detroit Lion linebacker and, and a few others. But, you know, that's the inside game. Now, when you talk about the outside linebacker position, if the Saints need a, you know, outside linebacker. You got guys, I don't think Leonard Floyd's an option or even Marvin Ingram or Anthony Barr or any of the Marcus Golden. But, you know, they got other guys available on there that if you need one that you can look at, you see. Remember Vance Bigel was a former St. linebacker from back in uh, several years ago. But, you know, Quan Alexander seems like the best fit right now if you're looking for a linebacker anyway. So, anyway, that's a few of the things that's going on as we do a brief recap. We recapped the draft, man. The Saints did a phenomenal job, a solid B. I can even say B-plus for the black and gold for getting some talent. You know, coming into the coming out of the draft, the Saints were able to get an interior defensive tackle. That is a guy that can push the interior of the defensive line. He's six six. He's gonna bat balls down. He's gonna cause disruption on the uh, on the inside of people's offensive lines. He will do that. You, it takes two guys to block this guy, and it's a matter of him staying healthy. Now he should be all right, depending on how the Saints. I know he's healthy now, according to what they're saying that he's healthy now, and he has the injury history which a lot of people are kind of not not wanting to go that way and we understand why but it's only a matter of time we just have to wait and see what brian barisi brings us because he could very well come here and give us good value great not great value but good <laughs> supreme value at that spot man so we'll see i, I it will it's interesting then isaiah foskey pushes the uh the pass rush situation you can stun them as well so it's good we have in these two guys. Both of these guys are disruptive players. Inside and outside, they are disruptive players. Kendra Miller is a guy that runs hard, 
breaks tackles, takes a couple of guys to bring him down, uses stiff arm, catches the ball. He ain't uh, he's a four, five something runner. I don't think he's super fast, but you know, on film, he he's not fast like tracks style or track speed fast on you know from a as you clock him but if you watch the film he just he gets away from people he just runs he got an extra gear that he runs away from people and you it happens from time to time the saints get him as insurance policy failed in kamara for legal issues we get big nick from old dominion he can play all the positions he gives solid depth for the saints a prospect in terms of a, a prospect quarterback that the Saints added to the quarterback room that can learn from Carr. Carr said that he'll take this guy under his wing. And he said that he's looking very looking forward to learning from both Derek Carr and Jameis Winston. Then we talk about Jordan Howden. It's another guy from the safety position added to the, to the uh, safety room. Very deep position and big wide receiver A.T. Perry from Wake Forest. So these are solid additions to the team and everything from uh, Nick Sell, the very, you know, back to A.T. Perry is those are prospects. You know, these are guys that, you know, have to learn. But these guys from Nick Selvaderi on up to Brian Barisa, these guys are going to be involved in the Saints uh, daily plays, man, in terms of like, well, Selvaderi is going to be a backup coming off the bench. But you, you see James Hurst and if injuries occur, we got good depth there. So it's positive, man. Very positive. And of course, like I said, we went over the. Uh, the Troutman trade that brought us AT pair. We talked about our free agents that they added, including Jaron Cage, the big defensive tackle. We added him to our team. And then, of course, we look at the Saints' unofficial depth chart right here, unofficial depth chart with the majority of the free agents and undrafted people added to the team. So we still got a ways to go. But as you can see, you're starting to see your team round out and what they're looking like. And that's usually after the draft, you'll see that, and then you'll see them sprinkle a few players here or there to accentuate or add to what they're looking at in terms of depth purposes, whatever in, in whatever room they feel like they need more depth at. But you can see this is your team. This is what the team that the Saints are going to take into the 2023 season. So how do you like it? Do you feel like this team – is a team capable of 11 wins this year? Y'all let me know how y'all feel. Put in the chat, let me know. I know it's still early. We still have some questions and things, but I know you got the feeling just like I do. All right, so anyway, with that being said, fam, we're going to get ready to get out on that. Let me give a shout-out to the family members. Appreciate y'all being in the live stream with me. All right, much love to the fam. We got 170-plus people in this thing. Man, hit the like button, man. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. 
Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Hit the subscribe button, hit the share button, and let them know we talking Saints football today. Shout out to the fam. All right, any questions, fam? Throw a few questions at me. Uh, I'll take maybe about maybe five or six questions before I head on out, man. I got some cooking to do. <laughs> I just wanted to stop by to say, hey. All right, so anyway, if y'all got questions, throw them in the chat, fam, and I'll do my best to answer them. I'll do my best to answer them, baby. I right, Dre Day says, you the man. <laughs> Q, eight hours yesterday and back at it today. Your dedication is unmatched. Thank you, Dre Day. Much love to you. Appreciate you, sir. When you a diehard black and gold, man, brother, you know how it is. You know how it go, baby. King Chosen One, shout out to you. Much love to you. All right, good to see the family out there as well. Trey Day also says zone runs behind pinning will be unstoppable. Also, Nick Salvadari also is pretty good at getting, uh, handling the business. He's very fast, and he can move out and make uh, blocks and on the move, getting to the second level and pushing people out. He did it during the senior bowl. Very, very easy for him to do. So the Saints keeping up them big athletic offensive linemen, man. I I, I can't, you know, discount them. They're doing a wonderful job. All right, uh, Kai, shout out to my, my guy Kai is in the building. Foskey and Kendra Miller with steals in the draft and a great pickup for the Saints. And A.T. Perry is a great addition as well. Shout out to you, brother Kai. Mr. Fire D, shout out to you. My friend says, going to be a good year. I hope so, bro, but I just wanted to make sure the big thing is not the talent. I've said this countless times. It is not the talent of the team that I'm concerned about because we always get talented players. For me, it is the maturation of the guy that's running the team. Did he improve? And how much did he improve if he improved? Because that will be a big part of the success here for the Saints. The head coach has to be on code with his team. And, man, we just have to see how it goes. But how much did he learn is the big question I have. Brother James said, what's good? Q, catching up on my research on some of these players they drafted. I I ain't going front, big dog. I know you're going to laugh. I stopped watching after they let Detroit get hooker. Eight wins, I think. Okay, okay. (laughs) Eight wins. So we get one more win. So we just creeping up the win total with Dennis Allen. So by year number three, he'll have nine wins. Okay, seven, eight, nine. I got you, brother. I hear you. Thank you, brother James. Molly Mall says, Q, you said Saints are 16. Yes, according to Sport Track, Saints are 16 point. Well, let me put it up for you again. 16.8 million over the cap, according to Sport Track, as you can see it right here, my brother. 16.8 mil. Currently, so there it is. All right, all right. Shout out to Brother Tedris and things. I just came in, but how do you think Nick Anderson will do? He was looking 
we were looking for a linebacker. Yeah, Nick Anderson, bro, is a player. Now, knock on him, he's undersized. But he can play the he can play the game, man. If you watch the tape of Nick Anderson as Tulane, they were looking at Dorian Williams because Dorian's like six feet one, two thirty. That's right around that that size for a linebacker that's acceptable. Because it used to be you had to be six three, six four, all that unchanged. Like you see a lot of these linebackers that are six feet one, six two, and they just going out there just covering the field. They're like big safeties, and it's the same thing with Dorian Williams. And he was mirroring he was mirror what Dorian Williams was doing. Dorian got 100-plus tackles. He got 100-plus tackles. 200-something tackles between the both of them, meaning they out there going to get it. If I ain't get it, you got it. You see? Or they were combining and doing it. So it was a lot of play for Tulane last year. It was just balling. And the Saints got a steal with this guy. And I like the Vanderbilt kid, too. Anthony, you know, I think uh, Nick Nick Anderson is a little bit better than him, but he played – but but uh, the Vanderbilt kid is, you know, obviously out there SEC. So I think that's a very positive move the Saints did to get these guys because it's all about speed and these linebackers come, they're gonna bring it. And they're gonna bring uh, pressure to these other guys. So that's a positive. All right, Mr. Fire D, thank you for the super chat, brother. Much love to you. Appreciate you. Much love. Young Blood says, uh, Young Blood 46 says, Q, uh, we really appreciate the work you do. Keep us like keeping us up to date on what's going on with the black and gold. Shout out to you, bro. Thank you for uh, the love. Much love to you. We thank you. I'm thanking you right back, man. Thank you for sitting up here listening to me, man. <laughs> thank you. I, my dog says, Reverend Saint fresh out the pool pit with the chicken plate and a Saint starter. <laughs> yeah, baby. Baby, let me tell you something, baby. Baby, we out here cooking, baby. We doing it, baby. And, and oddly enough, I am cooking chicken right now. I'm cooking barbecue chicken, so I got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> yes, yes. I smell it simmering and flowing through the house right now, man. All right, Sir Roger says, what you... <laughs> no, no, Sir Roger. See, hold on now. I should never told you guys. I should never told you guys. I was drinking orange juice and eating clam chowder. I don't know. I will tell you. Let me tell you something. All right. Shout out, uh, Brother James. Our division has changed. I think we split with Carolina Atlanta at most. I respect Bryce, even though he's a rookie and set up in Atlanta on offense is good. That's my pressure on the defense. When the when it was going on yesterday, I was thinking, I said to myself, I said, fam, Dennis Allen had a supreme opportunity for the Saints to win last year. The win the division. Carolina was in flux. They fired their coach. They were in flux. They didn't have a quarterback. They got rid of their best player, which is the running back. They, you know, they were in flux. And they swept the Saints last year. And we were in both of those games. Should have won both of those games. Ridiculous. The Atlanta game, we beat Atlanta. Let, you know, we swept Atlanta. But Atlanta is not playing that. When we swept them, they made it a point. They, to load that team up, and they knew that most of that money was coming this year, and they had to load that defense up because they knew they had a young quarterback that they were billing with, and the defense would have to be the strong suit of the team, and that's exactly what they did. That's why they spent all that money on the defensive side, getting on Yamada and all these other characters. Then you look at the offensive side, what they did in the draft with Bajan Robinson, adding him with Tyler Jury, who had 1,000 yards last year. You still got Eric Pitts. You still got Drake London. And then they added a slot weapon in Scotty Miller, who we don't even talk about this stuff until the game start. And you see Scotty Miller in the slot catching passes. He did that in Tampa Bay. 
Then they had Mac Hollins, who's a big wide receiver. So they got two big wide receivers and a smallish slot guy with a battering ram running type of attack with a game managing quarterback in Desmond Ritter. Now Ritter is not going to stink it up because uh, he's very developed as a as a young quarterback. He had four years of college ex- uh, of college experience at Cincinnati. So you, when you usually have a quarterback that 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 has that extensive amount of so many games, you know, when he gets to the pro level. You know, is he's not going to be a stinker because he's fundamentally set. But what they're doing, I love what they're doing because they're using the old Pittsburgh, old Saints model. Like they 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 have a strong defense, and we're going to run the ball, and that's what they're going to do. They're going to be a ground and pound team. And remember, you couldn't stop them with Cordell with Cordero Patterson. He was running all over you. <laughs> Tyler Algeria in the second game was running all over us. We couldn't stop him. Marcus Mariota was running all over us last year. So how do you in turn think, you know, that we're going to be able to topple these teams now that they're loaded, spent money to clear up all of their ills. They've got significantly stronger than what they were from last year. Both of these teams do. Now, what really gives the Saints more of an advantage than a Atlanta and a Carolina is the fact that they have a veteran quarterback that's been in the league for nine something years. He done seen it all. The Saints have a bevy of different weapons that they can utilize. And that gives the Saints somewhat of an advantage because these other guys have to still figure it out. Bryce Young, as good as he is, he still has to take some time to figure it out. Bottom line. Same with uh, with Desmond Ritter in Atlanta. So it's not really going to be a it's going to be a three team race, no doubt about it, because Tampa Bay is going to allow itself to stink this year. And obviously what they were doing is they definitely plan for the future years. If you got uh, Baker Mayfield as your quarterback, you know, they missed out on a lot of stuff. So it's a three team race. The Saints have the advantage because other quarterbacks don't know a lot about how to be a quarterback in the NFL. And Derek Carr does. He's done it multiple years at a high level. Now, he hadn't won a lot of games. He won 63 games versus 79, you know, 79 losses. We get you. But not all of that. We smart enough to know that that's not all his fault. That's why his stats were so high, because he was forced to throw a lot because the defenses were bad. But in the, the recovering re-addition with the Saints, the Saints defense, Strength of the defense last year was the secondary. They've done a phenomenal job of bringing in talent to keep the pressure on the quarterback and filled in its interior defensive line, which was biggest need. They've done some stuff from a linebacker's perspective, still say they need to get a veteran. Quan Alexander will help. You're going to have injuries that occur. They just have to fill them in. The secondary is very strong. The Saints added wide receivers looking pretty good. The Kelvin, Elvin Kamara thing. They got the, the running back in the third round and Kendra Miller. That was a positive. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com 
slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A lot of positive stuff for the Saints. And then people say, what about the tight end? Still, Foster Monroe plays a part in this thing because his connection to Derek Carr and the Saints feeling like, hey, man, if he could pass the physical, we good. And he already reported that he was able to get past it. They took a physical. They ain't report on it. That I don't know what they're doing. They probably allowed some time to elapse. But at the end of the day, you don't trade Fishman for nothing. That's what I went out and seen him during the stream, trade Fishman to Peyton at the back of the draft. I thought to myself, I said, that Foster Monroe kid must be a lot further along than we anticipated. Because you're not going to say you're not going to trade your second string tight end and don't have a solid tight end to replace it. So Foster Monroe at some point has to be uh, a lot further alone than what we think he is. And I'm anticipating probably in the next couple of weeks to a month or so prior to the training camp and all this other stuff going on, we should hear something from that, you see? Because that was the big thing. Giving guys like Derek Carr, guys he's comfortable with, a safety blanket like a Foster Monroe and another guy, Brian Edwards, and stuff like that. So... We'll see, man, because we'll be here watching it the whole way. We'll be watching it the whole damn way. But like I said, I don't, I don't have no ill will toward the Atlanta Falcons or anybody else. I love what everybody's doing because what they're doing is they're uplifting the strength of the NFC South. They're making the conference, the division, excuse me, more, uh, uh, more formidable, more action-packed. We've got a lot of young stars from college that is in the NFC South once again. Carolina is 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 aiming in the right direction. So is Atlanta, and the Saints are there. So it for it forces everybody to get on code and to move in the direction of winning. So it's going to be these games are going to be absolutely fantastic. So with that being said, I'm gonna get out on that man. Listen, I appreciate the family members for chiming in. I I love y'all. I thank y'all for all of the support. Please feel free to support Pro Cafe family. Support Pro Cafe, our 24-7 live lo-fi channel. Put it on and put put the music on in the background when you're cooking or whatever, driving around. It's chilling music. We got Pro Cafe in effect. It's live right now. It's been live. Go there and subscribe and, and support that platform. Also, feel free to go to ProTV.com. ProTV.com is active, and that's our new hub for all our content creators that work with the Pro Media Network and Sports Coma, man. It's another way to give exposure to people to build. I didn't have this coming up. There was nobody out there doing this. We had to build it up on our, and I told myself, I said, when we get to a certain point, we're going to give back to the community. And that's what Pro TV is. Pro TV one O N E dot com. Y'all link, put it in your phones. Go there and uh, and support the content creators, man. 
because we add we constantly adding more there as well so pro cafe our lo-fi channel 24 7 lo-fi channel is in effect pro tv one pro tv com, and also don't forget to go to who that's our headquarters site for all of the all of our work from college pro boxing every damn thing is at the who that also support our sponsors we got sponsors in the description section i can't talk about all of it there's a lot going on so check out our sponsors express vpn uh you know get three months off when you sign up for a year package courtesy of the, of the sports coma and also check out uh outlaw products personal products body uh, deodorants powders all that stuff with no chemicals, no lead, no aluminum that cause all kind of problems. Y'all know what that do to you. Them people selling that stuff, man, they out there is complete garbage. But check out Outlaw, man. You can go there, support a small independent company that's doing it the right way with natural products with no chemicals or none of that heavy metal garbage in it. And you can get 20% off when you hit the link uh, straight from the coma. So with that being said, I'm going to get out on that. Man, I appreciate y'all. We'll be back on our Monday stream and we'll talk about it a little bit more, man. Hit the like button, family. Hit the subscribe button. And I'm going to holler at you on the flip side. Who that? And I'm out. Yeah. Huh? Boogie like Benson. I'm a who that? I'm a who that? Long as I'm living, I'm a who that? Lose or winning, I'm a who that? Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. Where we do that? 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 Boogie like this, and I'm a who that? I'm a who that? Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network.
video is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Sending data over an encrypted internet connection is like sending a postcard that everybody can see. When you're connected to an unencrypted network, whether that's your phone, your computer, your tablet, your TV, etc., you're sending countless pieces of really precious data that can be seen or intercepted by all, all sort of parties before it reaches its intended destination. But a VPN or a virtual private network creates a secure tunnel between your device and the internet. In other words, it puts an envelope around your postcard so they can't sneak a peek at your private correspondence. The ExpressVPN protects you from spies who use your data for their own nefarious purposes. ExpressVPN prevents your ISP from seeing your private browsing activity. It also stops governments and large corporations and websites that constantly surveil you and harvest your data for their own agendas. ExpressVPN gives you unrestricted access to all parts of the internet so you can watch shows in other countries, and even get certain discounts. So to get ExpressVPN, just click the link below. When you use the Pelican PostScan report, you get three, that's right, three months free of ExpressVPN. Hit the link now and get connected. The Who That Daily Daily.com. That's right, the Who That Daily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, Who That Daily.com is your site. The Who That Daily.com for the sport Who That in all of us. Check out the Pro Shop. That's right, the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the pro shops. The link is in the description section below. And remember, it helps. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.